Yo. <clears throat> Just clear your throat it all a, into the microphone. One. I wanted to make sure you could hear me. I'm right next to you. Not. You see this right like here? This, you see this right here? Like this. I don't have headphones on. Oh, that's what on. that is? Yes. Okay. okay. It hears you. It hears you. You see? He wants some of this. He want, He's this poking the fucking I bowl. This is through once a week. Twice this week. Lacey, how are you doing today? I am great. That's a lie. It is. You came in here like the freaking Tasmanian devil. I did. And you haven't turned down since. Turned down for uh, what? No, I think. You have turned down. That's yeah. fine. Okay. Yeah, no. Turned down. See, I I screamed it out a few good times in the road. I mean, people driving next to me probably think I'm psycho, but that's okay. I got my juju out. I think, I think that's a pretty fair assessment. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really fucking care. Join the club I of think, assumptionist I people. I think they might have had it spot on when they saw, like, fire coming from your eyes well, I as you rolled down on, 64. So I mean, I'm not super identifiable. Right. But You have really dark tints. Actually, I don't. You don't? I need to get tense. No, the um, no, I have just factory, no mm. tint, not even fifty percent. Oh, okay. Right. Maybe because the color of your car. It does make the wind windows look a little bit. I think darker. so. Yeah, but yeah. I intend to get tint. Although you can't do twenty here, but you can do five percent on the in the rear in Ohio. So I think you can do twenty percent in the rear here, and uh, the back windows. And then everything else is 50-50. Funny thing is, I don't even know what any of that means, but... The level of tint. I get it, but yeah. I don't know what the numbers mean. It doesn't matter. Whatever. So, yeah. Um, I guess we can start the pod. Yo, whoever made this beat is a genius. Oh, wait. Welcome to the What Happened Podcast. My name is Cam. And I'm Lacey. Hating ass Lacey. <laughs> How are you doing today, Lacey? I'm fine. You good now? Yep. Ready to talk to our listeners? Yes. So, um, Lacey's been on TikTok lately. I have. I haven't really made, like, I have an account. I haven't put anything on it yet. I don't personally know what to do on there, but I do know that um, hybrid productions needs to be on TikTok. So we got to do some behind the scenes stuff and things like that. And plan on doing that going into the new year and all that good stuff. But it seems like a very easy way to get your name and your brand out there because of the convenient hashtags and like group video shit that they have. Like the whole oh no thing. You're right. So yeah, figure it out. It's just, I'm just so busy within my day. I don't have time for social media. And it's time consuming. It is. it is to be efficient at it uh-huh. it is like if any of these kids are smart these kids that be on social media all the time make a business out of that like look i mean most of them that are like, i'll i'll run you just need to like send me content or whatever the case may be but i'll run your social media for you like if you're doing it anyway get paid I mean, for they it they do have companies and people that do that but they have but these kids I'm sure can make a lot of side cash by doing this. For sure. Yeah. 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 So what you got for us today? Um, some information that I came across thanks to social media about codependence and relationships. And I feel like that's pretty rampant these days. I mean, it probably always has been, but now it has 
um, a name and a title that's out on social media. So the different generations kind of learning about it. Okay. So I dug up some information. So let me do, are you defining or are you just giving? Cause I want to read cause you can define it. Yeah. Okay. Let's define first. Um, and then this is the Wikipedia. Which we all know is definition of it. <laughs> this is fact. This is fact, but it's first one to pop up. Um, so codependence, codependency is a relationship imbalance where one person enables another person's addictions, poor mental health, immaturity, irresponsibility, or underachievement. Among the core characteristics of codependency is an excessive reliance on the other person for approval and lack of identity. That was a mouthful. Um, okay. Okay. It goes on a little further. Definitions of codependency vary, but it generally, def it is generally defined as subclinical, situational, and or episodic behavior condition similar to that of dependent personality disorder. The term is less individually diagnostic and more descriptive of a relationship dynamic. All right. Well, that's codependency in a nutshell. So what did you discover for us? So, um, and again, this is based on relationships, but um, codependents are going to deal with a chunk of different uh I want to say symptoms, but bullet points. We mm -hmm. have denial patterns, low self-esteem patterns, compliance patterns, control patterns, and avoidance patterns. So within relationships, some key denial patterns that I found, um, they have a difficulty identifying what they're feeling. Mm -hmm. So you may have some tension in your relationship and like, well, you know, what is it that you like are feeling? What do you want? You're like, I don't know, but it's something. So they have a difficulty identifying what you're feeling. Um, you can minimize, alter, or deny um, how you truly feel. So you may be feeling, I don't know, like we're having this argument. I feel like jealousy and insecurity. Mm -hmm. But instead of coming out and saying, I'm jealous and insecure, you may say, um, you know, I'm feeling anxious or you try to minimize it to not, and I guess, be so much of yourself onto this person, mm -hmm. but you're not being genuine with actually how you feel. So you're still not really going to. I wonder if, an, I wonder if another, um, tell of that feeling is starting a fight. For sure. I think because you can't, you feel like you can't say how you really feel. Right. Cause either you're afraid how they're going to react or you just can't calmly say your feelings. You're so used to the turmoil and right. anxiety in the air. So you're like, I'm going to start this fight so I can get this on the table. So yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Um, they can perceive themselves as completely unselfish and dedicated to the, uh, dedicated to the well-being of others. So on the flip side of that, it said that um, in recovery, you should know the difference between caring and caretaking. You should recognize caretaking others is often motivated by a need to benefit myself as the codependent. So you may think that little things that you're constantly doing for um, your person 
It's just you being a good person and unselfish, mm-hmm. which is going to cause resentment because they don't do the same thing for you, but you're kind of doing it so that not to have them do it back to you because you don't really want that. <laughs> you're, you kind of want a reason to be like, Hey, you, I do this and you don't do this. You're a selfish person. I'm not selfish. Okay. I, I guess a way to kind of cause unknowingly, uh, unknowingly cause a little bit of turmoil in there, a little right, bit of drama. Right. Okay. Um, let's see. They think they can take care of themselves without any help from others. Mm. That's me. I will say that's me. (laughs) I can, but it doesn't mean I want to. Mm. I have grown to realize that Mm -hmm. it's just hard to ask for help because I'm like, if someone says no, then I'm gonna feel like a damn fool. I'm never asking you for shit again. Well, that's extreme. Right. Because when someone asks me something, I'm like, yeah, sure. No problem. I think nothing of it. But if I ask someone to do something, I'm like, but just because just because you're over yes sir doesn't mean you should should feel that way if someone can't do something for you in the moment. I I understand the logic. Okay, okay, all right, okay. (laughs) I understand the logic. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. (laughs) Um, they may express negativity or aggression in indirect and passive ways. So I am pissed, Cam, that you and I talk every day. And then the last two days, you're like, nothing, nothing, even though I haven't reached out, but you didn't reach out Ooh, at all. Trigger warning. Trigger yeah. warning. So I'm going to text you and be like, um, did I do something? Because you haven't contacted me. And you just lash out on me every time. Right. Instead of just being like, hey, I haven't talked to you in a while. Or just say, hey. Right. I'm just going to put, it's all your fault. I'm putting the blame you on do, you. You do this? Yeah, I do this in relationships <laughs> for sure. Look, <laughs> I don't, just, I don't want to think I'm like, I don't hey. want to make assumptions. <laughs> I don't want to make assumptions. I just, say, I just say the old me. Now I understand, like, if I come at you like that, then I know how I would respond. Like, well, you could have contacted me as well. So That's I would exactly yeah. what I would say. So I would go in like, hey, haven't talked to you in a while. I hope everything's good. Just be, you know, positive. Keep it light. Because they may be sitting there wondering, bitch. Because it's like the same way you just reached out to Mm -hmm. me to say I didn't reach out to you. You could have just said, "I know, hello, (laughs) hi." (laughs) Right? Because if you're not even actively trying, then how did you really know that that person like blew you off or ignored you? How about a hello? Like, and then even even when because we all have those feelings Mm -hmm. when you feel like you're reaching out to someone more than they're reaching out to you. But just just start a conversation and then see where it goes from there. Yeah. And then if it doesn't, like I, I don't I don't know. It just the the passive aggressive aggressive shit annoys me. Yeah, um, I agree. So yeah, just 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 have a conversation with me. That's all. So I promise you, I'm not, not ignoring you. I lead a pretty busy life as of late, so it's probably just because I haven't had time. Um, so yeah, yeah. Trigger, trigger. <laughs> Trigger. And then I'll be like, well, people make time for things they care about. I guess I'm not one of those things. Oh, goodness. This In my brain, I would say that and then be irritated would. as fuck. But you yeah, you absolutely. Would. Yeah. Um, they mask pain in various ways, such as anger, humor or isolation. Um, hi, I'm funny because I've been through trauma and I isolate not because of the quarantine, but because I'm just like. Confused so in you general. were isolating before isolating was fashionable. Yes. <laughs> That's why the first like eight months, this didn't bother me. Now I'm kind of like, I want the option to option. Yeah, it, it would it would be nice if we had the option yeah. to. And with this isolation, as you've experienced with me multiple times, uh-huh. it goes as far as I don't even answer 
text messages or phone calls or see the difference is i know where you live so you can only ignore me but so much and my mom's the same way that's why i have on my phone like she can go on her ipad and be like okay this bitch is still alive at her house here's her address and says she was last on her phone at this time because i told her she's like i know how you get but just text me back and say you're alive i'm like well here's an ipad now you can know Mm. whether or not i'm alive and Mm. not get your feelings hurt about it Mm -hmm. because when i'm Mm -hmm. ready i will reach out the more you try it ain't gonna happen yeah i i like i know like not to get too far Mm -hmm. off but i know that they saying like depression is up suicide rates are up and all that and it's like i I don't know and you know i was listening to this podcast where um dr fauci was on and he was talking about the the um you know immune immunity the um so he's like if we get 70 percent of the population to take it which i don't know about the herd immunity the the vaccine vaccine um if we get 70 percent, i think is what they're aiming for life could be back to normal by the fall but i'm like yeah or and some as well to say it's the same shit. Okay, I heard from a psychic source that oh. they're thinking July, and I'm like, ah, damn, okay, summer, but ah, damn. Well, so that seems like kind of pushing it. That both of those seem very positive to me. Like, I, I yes, mean, we'll, like, we'll see, we'll see. Ugh. Yeah, this is the second mutated trait coming. Like, God. yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going on out there. I'm just just yeah i'm just gonna chill inside for a little while but yeah um like i said uh this just check on your loved ones i think a that, lot of people are not okay right now right and i think um being in the veteran community we have i have a good friend back home matter of fact he was the friend i've talked about here several times he actually drove our moving truck here mm-hmm. um we met on tinder like five years ago but we've never like tinderized dated or you know kissed or anything we've just become like really cool friends because we ended up being neighbors or whatever but we have you know experience with this you know it's like i haven't heard from you i haven't seen you on social media there's something going on Mm -hmm. and it's like i know how you do you isolate Mm -hmm. but you gotta have like a keyword you gotta be able to be like i'm not good before you're unaware that you're not good right and it's been used by me once um in the past couple years a couple of his friends that were here actually and he's like got this text i need you to go to this address i'm like cool got it and make sure that they're good because there comes a point where you know you're not good and there's a point after that where you're unaware that you're not fucking good and you're down the rabbit hole and it's just right not gonna happen so you need to if you have that kind of um stuff in your past of depression and things just Talk to your best friend and be like, if I ever text you, I'm, like, I'm not good. Like, please check on me. Yeah. <laughs> please yeah. check on me. Or if you're texting me and I'm not in the mood to communicate with anyone, I'm, I promise you, I'll be like, if anything, the least amount of communication, like I'm good. I'm just over here vibing. Yeah. Yeah. So just be, you don't have do, to do your, and do your best to, to stay occupied. Right. I think what a lot of people are enduring is the fact that they just don't feel like they're amounting to anything right now because they're there's no social like mm-hmm. i i keep myself busy with my, my people's with my business ventures and stuff like that so i don't have 
much idle time to sit around doing nothing. That's the key. Yeah. Get too much in your head. And with my thing is I can kind of tell when those waves are coming and I'm like this, I can feel it coming. I can feel it in the air. I can feel the changes with me. Mm-hmm. I know it's coming. And like the last 59,000 times that it came, it also went. So there's right. a light at the end of the tunnel. Take care there of yourself. Is. Be nice to yourself. Absolutely. Eat well. Sleep well. You find yourself like I can't get out of bed. If you have nothing to get out of bed for that day, like work wise, then just fucking sleep. It's yeah. better than sitting there and having idle hands and being awake and in your thoughts. If you're at home, your day's done. You got nothing else to, else to do. And you're fucking tired. Go to sleep. Yeah. Take care of yourself. There's light in the tunnel. You will get out of that. Yeah. And for sure. that's all you can just think of it. Like it's almost done. It's almost done. It's almost done. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Um, and then lastly, they have for denial patterns is um, a codependent does not recognize the unavailability of those people to whom they are attracted. So they may pursue intimate relationships with people that uh, may not want or are unable to engage healthy in a loving relationship. Yeah, I told you I'm going to codependent <laughs> anonymous on Monday. It's a Zoom meeting because like, <laughs> I don't, it, it's like. Look at me. I'm I am woman Henry Roar. I'm strong. I don't want to take care of no man, yada yada yada. But it's like I, I don't seek a man to take care of that fucking needs help. I don't want to handhold nobody, but yet I find myself in these relationships and I don't like them. But yet here we fucking are. I know it's something within me that's like, I like this kind of thing I, here. I, I also think it's I think there's layers with you though. I think part of it is I don't know that you necessarily want to be in a serious, serious relationship right now. So it's kind of like a self-sabotage thing. But I don't think I've been in a serious relationship with a, uh, I don't say normal individual, but with like a. Someone that wants to give you the same that you want to give them. Right. I haven't been in a a good, healthy relationship. So I, of course I'm like, I don't want to be in that fucking disaster again. So I'm like, eh. But it, it's going to have to be someone that if they're a good person and they recognize that, like, this is the problem and they can mm-hmm. have open communication, mm-hmm. it will work out just fine. But if right. you are just a good guy and I'm just like over here looking fucking crazy because I'm like, I like you, but I don't. But I like you. But why do you always text me back? Like, then they're going to be like, OK, you're crazy. Yeah, uh, yeah they will. They will. <laughs> yeah, I know. They will. So. And, and when I find someone that I like, I, you know, I talk about not the tr- details about everything, but I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not an insecure person, but if I am feeling insecure feelings, I like to be like, hey, are we good? And not feel like I'm driving you nuts with that. Like, because I can feel a shift, even if it's just in my own fucking brain and be like, yeah, no, we're good. Then I'm cool. And my bubble guts stop. And I'm like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's also in the other person to, to like, within their power mm-hmm. not make you feel like things aren't good you right, know what I'm saying? right yeah like, like no quick changes in like communication right or right right just be communicative about it like exactly i'm gonna be out of town with family so you know if you try to text me i'll get back to you you know as quick as i can which just, i already know that right and i'm respectful of that but like if you just like go do your thing and i'm like oh hey how you doing i had no fucking idea you're even out of town that's i'm like what what's crazy. happening yeah, that's insane right yeah. there yeah so yeah yeah all right tell me tell me more about yourself <laughs> okay next section um the low self-esteem patterns 
Codependents will often have difficulty making decisions. Um, yes. <laughs> it can be from what do you want to go have for dinner to um is this the person I want to spend the rest of my life with? Like, do I like you? I feel like women can never make their mind up about what they want to eat for dinner. So I don't I don't I wouldn't wouldn't lean on that one too much, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah. What do you want? I don't know. Yeah. And that goes with the uh, difficulty identifying what they're feeling. I'm hungry, but I'm not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, these folks can judge what they think, say, or do harshly or as they are never good enough. So I think that's. I'm so glad you stumbled upon this. Right. Life changing. Yeah. Um, this one is, is big for me. They are embarrassed to receive recognition, praise, or gifts. You're funny about I, things. I don't like to be like ignored as I don't like my existence to be ignored, mm -hmm. but I also don't like to be the center of attention. I'm very mm -hmm. un, uneasy about that. So yeah. that and it's funny because your your personality screams look at me. But if, look away. If someone <laughs> doesn't know. know you, but mm -hmm. they see you, they would think that you even just watching our videos, watch, listen to podcasts, yeah. they would think that you're like that type of person but i know so much better and i find mm -hmm. it funny that yeah yeah yeah, yeah and what's yeah. funny is um i've heard this multiple times from guys that i've gone out on dates with um you're just like so confident it's intimidating and i'm like fake it till you make it it's like hell to the no and and one of them like we were mm -hmm. hanging out for a while he's like even in the bedroom you're just like here i'm naked i'm like well i mean my body's not going to change, so <laughs> it I is. It is it. what it is at this point. It like, is what it is. What is hiding it going to do? Yeah, yeah, but like, I got to psych myself up to get there. Like, I have not always been like that. Like, right, right. You know, even for our photo shoot the other day, I'm I've got my nips covered with nip tape, but I'm just like, it just it's like having a blankie on. Like, I just want to have <laughs> my blankie on, even though it does nothing. But yeah, like. Fake it till you make it helps me in that in that kind of state. Right. Um, but yeah, no, that's I don't know why I'm like that. Right. But I am. It's weird. Yeah. Uh that that will be when that gets unpacked, I'm very interested in hearing that. Mm -hmm. Um, because you don't you don't really come across as a self conscious person, but very much so are. Not to put all your Right. There. No, I'm I'm open but, about it. I think um, a lot of people are and they're just not open about it too. True. I mean, we all have those moments, those things that we're not all the way confident about. And it's that's human mm -hmm. nature, you know? So yeah, no, it, admitting to where you feel your shortcomings are, whatever the case may be, is dope. So Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because it's not like for me, it doesn't stem from, oh, someone said this about me before. So now I'm self-conscious about a physical feature or how I think. It's like I've had an ex be like, no one's ever going to want you because you have two kids. And I'm like, bitch, I'm amazing. Like you, it's it's fucking yeah. bizarre. I think I do more harm to myself the way I think right. about myself than how what anyone else can say to me. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm I'm amazing. Like, shut up. But, right, right, yeah. right. That's funny. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, next, they value others' approval of their thinking, feeling, and behavior over their own. I don't necessarily, for me anyways, think I value it over my own, but I definitely want, like, if I'm talking about something like, 
you know, that's right. Like, right. Like I'm on the mark about this, right. <laughs> Just a little reassurance, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but not necessarily if I'm like, oh no, I'm not going to do that. And everyone else like, yeah, you should I'm not going to value that over my own. Right. But yeah, you kind of lose your sense. identity in that way. No, that makes sense. Um, I mean, again, just kind of just speaking on that a little. We all look for validation of some sort. Mm -hmm. Like, even the most confident of confident people need reassurance on something. And it should be from, like, um, a parental figure or someone that, you know, you've looked up to and... Well, it depends on, depending on what it is. Right. It, but it shouldn't it be everyone that you fucking, like, date. Like, no. It's okay, no. right? Right? Because they're not fucking perfect. Like, yeah, no, not yeah. at all. Not at all. Yeah. Um, they have difficulty admitting a mistake. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, that's interesting where it's like... I wonder if it's because they don't want to let the other person down, the maybe. dependent upon person in the codependency situation. Maybe. Hmm. Yeah, that's kind of weird, right? Yeah. Um, they need to appear to be right in the eyes of others and may even lie to look good, which hmm. I can... I can see that because I always say the loudest person in the room is the most like insecure one. Mm -hmm. Usually. Yeah. Usually. So if you're having to be constantly making shit up to prove your point, you're insecure, obviously. Right. And you want everyone else to be like, oh, okay, okay. And you're going to like mold all your shit to fit in this box. that you think that they're going to approve of yeah. because you want approval. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are unable to identify or ask for what they need and want. Which, I mean, I think that happens sometimes. Just maybe in a funk. And, like, I don't know what's going on. I just, I don't exactly know what I need from you right now. But mm -hmm. something's happening here. Maybe take a step back and think about it. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Have trouble setting healthy priorities and boundaries. I can uh, interesting. relate with that one big time. Yeah. That's, that one is interesting. Yeah. Um, the next section we have codependence compliance patterns are extremely loyal um, and they remain in harmful situations for too long. Yes. <laughs> Hi, my name is Lacey and I'm a codependent. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard any like synopsis of a person any more spot on than what I'm hearing right now. I'm but saying. I'm proud crazy. of the fact that you are acknowledging because I feel like somewhere in there mm -hmm. is like denial of these things. Right. Well, because on one of the 12 steps, I was looking at it and it was like, you need to make amends with people that you've harmed. I'm like, but I haven't like harmed. I can't, unless like I'm so fucked up in my head, I can't see that I've harmed someone. I have not. There's been a couple. I who have I harmed in being a codependent? Like I'm trying to make you love me. How did I hurt well, you? Well, you this? might have harmed someone in your pursuit of being codependent on someone else. You know what? Yep, I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yes. For sure. Yeah. I don't think they'd even miss it. No, <laughs> chuck those up to losses. It you know they're not yeah. they're not here anymore probably anyway. So yeah. Oh man. Okay. <clears throat> Humbling by the minute. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where are we at? Um, okay, yes, but for the extremely loyal and um, they stay in harmful situations too long. I also think that can go with growing up in a traditional like family environment. It's kind of like, you know, when you make a commitment to someone, whether it's having a child or getting married, like I want to be here in the long run mm -hmm. through 
there's been courses of addiction on the other end or infidelity mm-hmm. or just out, you know, hard times, even from like abusive relationship issues mm-hmm. to like, you've lost your job. You've got money issues, trust issues. I think that you should try to ride out that storm. But once you're the one that's continually taking the metaphorically beating with this, like you're not getting anything out of this. This person is still doing the same fucking shit. Like at that point, as hard as it is, you got to kind of end the loyalty. Like I've been here, I've been loyal. You're not taking me down with you. Yeah. So yeah, it does take time, but yeah. But I think yeah. more people could do well being more loyal. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. But you can't do whatever the fuck you want to me forever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like we might work through something, but you keep the shit up. Nah, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, they may compromise their own values and integrity to avoid rejection or anger. Compromise their own values to yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and in the recovery, they would say for that one, I am rooted in my own values, even if others don't agree or become angry. Mm-hmm. I don't like confrontation. I don't like right. I don't really mind saying no, but I don't like when I know there's gonna be a backlash to me saying no. Mm-hmm. Like, can you come over right now? Yeah. No, I can't because I'm it's like 10 o'clock on a Monday and I have kids that you know, I have fucking kids. I can't yeah. just come over. Right. Right. And you should be like, Oh, you know, cool. God, it should have fucking even asked me that late. First of all. And then on the other hand, I'm like just waiting for the, the backlash. So there comes a point in that relationship where it's like, I don't even backlash. I'm like, yeah, cool. Yeah. With that's doesn't fit within my values at all. Right. And I compromise my own interest to do that. So, okay. Yeah. All make us make us the sense. All make us the sense. Um, codependents are often uh, hypervigilant, which means on alert uh, mm-hmm. regarding the feelings of others and take on those feelings. Eh. I think that's because I'm also an empath, mm-hmm. but I can just come in a room and be like, "It's heavy in here. You're, you got mm-hmm. some, like what's going on? Walking okay. on eggshells." And I think that's probably to deal with being in a relationship for years that was um, a drug addict. So it's like. I can tell you're high or something's wrong or you're fucking lying. But I also grew up in a childhood where my mom would drink and hide it. I'm like, but I can see you across the football field, the way you touch your fucking hair and know you're drunk. And then, you know, I know, and then you're in a mood and I'm in a mood. Right. So I think that comes from that. But, um, in recovery, I can separate my feelings from the feelings of others. I allow myself to experience my feelings and others to be responsible for their own. So yeah, like um, you got your own shit. I'm just gonna stand over here. Get back to me when you're good. Yeah, yeah. I don't want your negativity on me. Yeah. Um, they may be afraid to express their beliefs, opinions, and feelings when they differ from those of others. So okay. again, that's like a confidence thing. You kind of need to be like, this is what I believe. This is why. So if you're in a debate on something or talking about something, this is what you believe. Hold your ground. Um, accept sexual attention when they just want love. That's like 90% of the single population these days, I think. Yeah. I mean, it's just one of the symptoms, but yes, it's, it's a thing. It's definitely. Yeah. I want to be able to go home and like be with my person, but this works for now. Like this feels good at the moment until it doesn't. Or you just feel like, you just feel like if you don't put out, like you're not going to keep that person's attention anyway. And it might not be. A person you should try to be seeking attention mm-hmm. from in the first place. Right. But again, you know, it, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, let's see. They have make decisions uh, without regard to the consequences. So, you know, if you're being coerced, I guess. Yeah. I think you should always kind of like wager your outcome on things, but that's just me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they, <laughs> we just talked about this Um, before we got on the show. They may become resentful when others decline their help or reject their advice. Remember, I was like, if I, I don't like asking for help, but if I do and they say no, like, Oh, I feel yes. some type of way. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 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 Yeah. We did discuss that. Um. <laughs> yeah. It's, and like I like I said when you said it, it's like you. I just might not have been able to help you in that moment. You know what I'm right. saying? Like you refuse my help all the time, Lacey. I'll take you here, Lacey. I'll take you to the airport, Lacey. I'll do this. Oh yeah. No, eh, no. I'd rather spend eight hundred dollars on an Uber or whatever it is the hell that you do. So yeah, keep going. This is you. This is you, girl. Mm-hmm. Just, just I saying. know, right? Just saying. Demand that their needs be met by others. Mm. I mean, that's when it comes. What we just talked about in the beginning. Um, uh, let's see. What was it? When you're, like, trying to help them do things for them and then... They're not doing it back. It's like, oh, well, you need me to do this. I'm the unselfish one here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, kind of goes back to that. Um, I'm gonna call you Cody for the <laughs> foreseeable future. Oh God, some of these on here um, do not resonate with me at all, but they may with someone listening. But um, they may use blame and shame to exploit others emotionally. Mm, that's a lot. I feel like that's a lash out thing. Right. Um, I I haven't witnessed you do anything like that. Um, but yeah, I think that could be like a kind of a self-protective type of, uh, or maybe I want someone else to feel pain. Yeah. Like I'm down here. Pain. I'm going to bring you down here with yeah, me. Yeah. yeah. Um, they may refuse to cooperate, compromise and negotiate. I'm a Taurus mm. bullheaded, but I'm not, Probably in my past, but I'm not ever unwilling to right. talk and negotiate things. Like I'd rather have a non-confrontational conversation about right. it than right. Right. <laughs> be like, no, no, why, why, why mm-hmm. am I here? Um, they may adopt an attitude of indifference, helplessness, authority, or rage to manipulate outcomes. Hmm. So, okay. Um, use recovery jargon. In an attempt to control the behavior of others. So it could be like, I am getting therapy and going to Codependence <laughs> Anonymous. What are you doing? Like, relax. Okay. Okay. Like, okay. just relax. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I can see someone doing that, though. But like, once sure. again, it's a, it, I feel like that's just another one of those internal lash, lash out mm-hmm. type of things. Yeah. Pretend to agree with others to get what they want. Hell no. If I don't agree, I'm going to tell you about yourself. Yeah. Unless it don't even matter, smile or not. If you, if you just don't even fucking matter. Okay. Yeah, cool. Political stuff, right on. Right yeah. On. <laughs> yeah. That's a fact. Um, in the last box we have um, for bullet points is avoidance patterns. Mm. Codependents often act in ways that invite others to reject, 
shame or express anger towards them. So that's like hmm. self-sabotage. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I'm going like to. Like you're purposely doing something that you know. Like purposely, but in purposely. Like. You know yeah. you're doing it. You just don't know why you want to do this. You know we'll piss someone off and have them not want to do anything. Have anything to do with you. Right. And, Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. So, you know, like me, if I come at you, you haven't reached out in two days, even though I haven't tried to reach out, and I come at you like, really? Have a nice life. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to talk to me anymore? Cool. I hope she's worth it. Like, don't ever fucking talk to me again. Or saying like, good night at two o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> you don't stop texting me and leave me the fuck alone. Night, right? Oh, my God. And then like, you say good night or don't ever talk to me again, but yet you're still fucking calling and texting me. Mm -hmm been mm -hmm. on the other end of that one and been the one for that <clears throat> um judge harshly what others think say or do i think that's an insecure thing because you have your own insecurities so if someone is doing something that you would feel insecure with mm. instead of being like you know i can recognize your confidence always hating on someone that's doing something that you don't feel secure in doing like having a podcast like having a podcast or being able to be you know doing like half naked dances on TikTok. Like, I'm not going to shame you. Good on you. Good job. Because I am still working on the confidence to do that. Like, I'll do it for myself. You'll but get there. Put it out there in the world. You'll get there. Yeah, I know. I feel like this is a big step. Right. Admitting. <laughs> big, step to, big step to your naked TikTok dances. <laughs> right? God. Um, avoid emotional, physical, or sexual intimacy as a way to maintain distance. Mm. I, I've noticed that in other people, you know, like, yeah, they may joke about someone's trying to get like emotional. You're like, oh, you like me. Like, why? Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they allow addictions to people, places and things to distract them from achieving intimacy in relationships. So that would be, you know, when I'm like dating someone and then my toxic ex comes back in my life and I'm like, yeah, like, I'm ready to codependent them because this regular normal relationship just wasn't uh stimulating my traumas enough so now my that addiction to my so ex insane but makes so much mm -hmm. sense so now my addiction to my ex is going to cause me to be distant with the intimacy in my current relationship for sure even if nothing's happening physically it's like oh well they reached out to me or I seen him on social media or I ran into him somewhere and now it's like obsess 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 right and now right. I'm neglecting something healthy yep so, yep which yep. i think that's rampant these days as well with the single kingdom oh yeah 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 that that's not that's not uh exclusive to co codependency um just being in toxic relationships and situations just seems to be the thing in vogue right now so um they may use indirect or evasive communication to avoid conflict or confrontation okay yes but I don't like confrontation unless someone's fucking with my family, my kids, animals, or old people. Right. That's fair. I don't like that. So I like, I would, it, it gives me more anxiety to like talk about something. But once it's out there, I'm like, no matter the uh, outcome, I'm like deep breath. So yeah, yeah. Um, you should use direct and straightforward communication to resolve conflicts and deal appropriately with confrontation. Not okay. everything has to get to a boiling point. So true, 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 true. Um, they may suppress their feelings or needs to avoid feeling vulnerable. I get that. Like I don't need to be 
you know. Oh, yeah, that's you. Yeah. That's you. Like, but I want to be loved. I don't need to be loved. This is fine. I'm good over here. I'll settle for three years. It's cool. <laughs> um, pull people toward them, but when others get close, they push them away. It's the push-pull. Mm. The anxious attachment thing there. Which isn't always. I think you would you push away the ones that don't, you know, poke at your inner demons. Right. So you're like, ooh, okay. you're healthy. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Too healthy. Yeah. Too healthy. Um, they believe displays of emotion are a sign of weakness. I'll cry over anything. Yikes. So yeah. I don't look at anybody else for I, I would look at you crazy if you were always just stern faced. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you, Jeffrey right. Dahmer? Yeah. Show some emotion. Yeah. Um, and a codependent final uh, may withhold <sighs> expressions of appreciation. I've been there. Like, I don't. You've done this and that in a relationship. You've cheated on me in the past. So you want to talk to me again. So you take me out to dinner. Normally, I'd be like, oh my God, thank you. I had a good time. I'm not even saying thank you. Like, you should just really? be thankful that I'm fucking here. You fucked me Holy over. You're trying to win me back. Oh, oh, so we're talking about in relation to the codependent situation. Yeah, it's already a okay. toxic fucking thing. So it's like, gotcha. I know if I don't show you appreciation, I, you're going to look thought, for it even more and be up my ass even more. I thought that <laughs> meant just in general. No, no. If I. But in that situation, yes. Right. If it's yes. someone that I'm going to date with, yeah, no, I'm like, thanks for dinner. Or, the night, or a then friend I, or. Whatever, right. Yeah, right, for sure. Then I'll right. text later, like, appreciate it. Had a good time. Or I'm like, hey, I'm not feeling it. You want me to Venmo you? My half. Because, <laughs> again, I don't like people to give me shit because it's awkward. So, mm -hmm. but yeah. Um, So I start, like I said, I have my first Zoom meeting of recovery on Monday. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing at you. I'm actually proud of you. but It's going to be interesting. Yeah, yeah. I just kind of want to know. Yeah, like. No, that's dope, though. Like, I, I feel like you need this. Um. Because for the life of me, I couldn't understand why you were in certain situations. And this makes sense. Yeah. And bravo to you. I think I just want to relieve a lot of my anxiety. Right. Because even the last two days, I've had crazy anxiety that's affected every aspect of my life over right. someone that talks to me every day not talking to me for two days. But I haven't reached out since then. Like, I reached out once the me of the two days and didn't get a response so i'm like okay yeah my inner dialogue i'm gonna go fuck yourself right but i still want to know why you're being a fucking shit face right so here we go the codependency i'm like why why when a normal i feel like a, a normal individual would be like oh ew i'm not dealing with someone like this mm -hmm. skirt yeah i feel like for <laughs> any person I don't, I don't know if it's called a personality disorder i just feel like that's it feels judgy, but anything along these lines, whatever it is, any personality defect or whatever you want to call it, one of the biggest steps is acknowledging, mm -hmm. realizing that it's there. So you could deny something forever. It'll still be there. Mm -hmm. So the fact that you see yourself in all of this, I feel like it's a huge step. And I think it's going to be a really big step towards you getting to where you go. Another round of applause for Lacey. And I have, like I've said it a couple different times, but over the past couple of months, I've been like actively confronting things when mm -hmm. I feel some type of way to get clarification or to put clarification out there and the work up to that. Oh, yeah. fucking sucks. But at least yeah. it, there's like a fucking light in the tunnel. Yeah, with for that. sure. It's, either it's, a, it's done because I'm like, this is how I feel. 
or it's put out there and they're like, I know I do. You feel that way? Like, yes. Yeah. Even though sometimes it can come off as like an abrupt out of the blue, like, are we good? Because they're kind of like when, I mean, sometimes it's valid. Yeah. It's not always in your head. Sometimes someone is sending out an energy that's not a good energy and they're, they may be holding it in. So sometimes it's okay to be like, yo, are we good? Are you good? Am I good with like, it's, it's not always in your head. Right. And I think you reading through that. Now you're thinking, no, you don't, may not necessarily be thinking that, but some people may go through all that and think now everything is on me. Like, no, some, some people still don't know how to communicate right. and they could still be doing things that send certain messages. Mm-hmm. And you know, Maybe you shouldn't be as quick to jump the right. gun on asking them, but if you see a a pattern, then yeah, yeah. ask questions. Yeah, and I I would love to do that and like face to face, but a lot of the fucking times right now we can't really do that face to face. Um, phone calls are better because things would be perceived on text, but but yeah, because I see things in a whole fucking different way than what right. the other person does. They're like, oh, well, I didn't know you would see it like that. And I'm like, yeah, right. I feel like you're fucking ignoring me. Right. And they're like, oh, I thought we were just like, you're just busy and we're chilling. Yeah. And I'm like, no. <laughs> right, right, um, right. Since you don't want to talk to me anymore. It's, yeah. So communication, again, is always key. And, you know, I've decided if I need to communicate, I'm going to communicate. And if they don't reciprocate that. That's it. Fuck off, whatever. That's it. But if I don't even try to communicate, what I want to say, then I don't know if it's just me assuming my assumptions and they're just oblivious over there. And then they're just like, oh, we just stopped talking, mm-hmm. which happens a lot. Or if I'm like, hey, this is how I feel. And then they can be like, yeah, no, I'm kind of like over you. I'm like, oh, thank you. I'd rather have, I'd rather be told that. Like, you know, I feel like there's a shift. Like, with something up? Like, are we good? Nah, we're not good. I'm not feeling it. Okay. Say something about it. I'm not going to even be like, right. hi. I'm, at that point, okay, cool. I'm not going to convince you of anything. Right. Great. Maybe I feel the same fucking way. Like, <laughs> very possible. Come on. Very possible. Sheesh. So yeah. Wasted time. Wasted time. Mm-hmm. So our our good um, friends over on YouTube, Psych to Go, have a eight signs you may be codependent video. Hmm. So let's listen to see if what you said is consistent <laughs> with uh, Psych to Go. I like Psych to Go because they keep their videos pretty concise. Um, like you go through some and it'd be like 18 minutes. Like, I don't, I don't oh, know. No. I don't need all that. Let's we'll see what the psych to go is talking about. Have you ever felt like you're overly reliant on your partners or friends? Do your emotional needs go beyond Hi, what Lacey. seems normal? And are you often called needy or clingy? If these questions ring true to you, triggered again. it's possible That's that why I stop talking to people so I'm not needy and clingy. But what is codependency? <laughs> it's defined as excessive emotional or psychological reliance on a partner or friend. One who typically needs a lot of support. Codependency can put a lot of strain on both the relationship and the individuals involved in it. So how can you tell if you're codependent? This video looks at eight signs to watch out for. One. Constant reassurance seeking. Do you find yourself constantly asking for people's reassurances? Asking them to tell you they love you a lot or asking if they're mad at you constantly? This sort of constant reassurance seeking can be a sign of codependency. You may seek reassurance due to low self-worth and feeling like your partner is always just about to leave the relationship as you often don't feel you bring anything to the relationship. I'm fucking awesome. I have abandonment issues though, so. Two, (laughs) feeling responsible for problem solving. 
Do you find yourself feeling it's your duty to solve all of your partner's problems? Not just that you want to help them, but that you need to help them or they might leave? This is another common sign of codependency. It can be particularly damaging as it is impossible for us to fix everything for someone all the time. And if your self-worth is tied up in this idea, it can set you up for a big fail. And exhaustion. Three, you can't say no. Do you struggle to say no to your partner, regardless of what they want? Do you worry if you refuse to do something, they'll leave you? This is another classic sign of codependency. People with codependency issues can feel insecure in their relationships and feel like they're very fragile. Therefore, if you have codependency issues, you may feel something like simply saying no to your partner will be enough to ruin the relationship and that they'll leave you. This can be damaging as it's not good for us to ignore our own boundaries for others. Four, you need to avoid conflict. Do you find yourself terrified of conflict arising in your relationship? As mentioned before, do you avoid asserting boundaries as you worry about conflict that might come if you do? As we've said, often people who are codependent worry their relationships aren't strong enough to withstand arguing or conflict, and that if there is any, the other person will leave. This fear can often present itself as trying to strictly control relationships so that no conflict does appear. Are you enjoying this video? Finding it exciting and factual? If so, you'll love Psych2Go magazine, the first psychology magazine Get out of here with your ad. At checkout. If you like it, can anything to hold on to the relationship? Do you find yourself So number 5 is you'll do anything you to hold on to the relationship. Just to hold on to the relationship? Even if these things may be destructive or dangerous, like threesomes, this sign I would imagine, is very linked to the previous two. Often you arising you will. due to a fear of if conflict you are and a need to hold on to the relationship at all costs. It often absolutely. means you'll ignore your own boundaries and do things you absolutely would not usually do, which is dangerous for many reasons. Six, you only feel valued when you're needed. Do you struggle to feel valued as a person if you're not fixing other people's problems? Do you I believe fix you have very little to add to a relationship <laughs> if you're not the problem solver? This is yet another sign of codependency. Due to low self-esteem, those with codependency often feel they're only useful to their partners as problem solvers. They feel if they don't fix every little problem their partner has, that they aren't doing enough to help and that they have no value. This stems from their poor self-esteem and can also feed into their insecurity about their relationship. Seven, too concerned with others' feelings and needs. Do you find yourself always putting your partner first, regardless of your own needs? Do you spend a long time preoccupied with your partner's feelings at the expense of your own? If so, it could be another sign of codependency. While concerning yourself with your partner is generally a normal feature of a relationship, with codependency, this concern goes beyond normality. You'll be obsessed with how the other person is feeling due to the need to be needed to feel valued that we just talked about. Need to be needed. This often comes at the expense of yourself. Or wanted, I would say. A theme that's prominent yeah. in a lot of these signs of codependency. Whatever we wanted than needed. End eight. Struggling to identify your own needs and emotions. The final sign of codependency links in with the previous one. Do you find that you can't work out what emotion you're feeling or what it is exactly you need? Due to the preoccupation with others and keeping the relationships alive, Someone who's codependent may well struggle with actually identifying their own needs and working out their emotions. They become so fixated on their partner, they lose sight on themselves. 
and lose insight into their own needs and wants. This can lead. Stop that there. Um. Okay. I wonder. I wonder where things like that, especially the last one. I wonder where those type of things fall when you have kids, because you're always have that fulfilled need of being needed or that fulfilled thing of being needed Mm -hmm. because you have kids. You know what I'm saying? So I wonder, and it's a different type of need. And I get that. I, that just popped up into my head though. But yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't relate to the wanted to be needed part. Like, you know, yeah, I don't even want to deal with my children sometimes. (laughs) I'm like, you guys are so fucking needy. Need, 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 pay attention to me. (laughs) But I mean, I can see it, I guess. It, it so yeah this was pretty consistent with uh what you were uh what you read to us so shout out to psych to go um yeah that was uh yeah all right so what is love funny enough i was flick i watched ladies man yesterday um which is one of those Saturday Night Live creations, and right after it, Night at the Roxbury came on. That's funny. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, all right, shout out to them, gave us our drop. So today's Reddit, what is love relationship advice section of the podcast is a 27 year old man found a letter from his girlfriend's ex that paints a different story than what she told him. obligatory I wasn't snooping to open up the post my girlfriend and I are very open with each other and aren't seeking at all uh, aren't sneaky at all uh, regarding computers phones etc whoa I don't don't want hello fresh get out of here I didn't even touch anything that pop-up came up the hell I was on her computer looking through old pics and came across Scan photos of a six-page letter from her boyfriend for her ex-boyfriend. I only read the first two pages, and there was a lot that stood out to me. Some sentences of note. It's like you don't have a soul. <laughs> I've got that one before. I truly think nothing has an effect on you because you're an ice queen. You've caused me so much pain. You really drained my soul. You've taken so much from me. You're so cold and callous. You're so quick to take your love away. He sounds like he might be a codependent. Ah, She's avoiding intimacy. I understand that breakups can be messy and dramatic, but she told me it was a very amicable split and they both just felt like their relationship naturally came to an end. What's she going to tell him? Like, Oh no, I was an asshole. Right. I was never aware of any turmoil or heartbreak that occurred. So I'm just a little taken aback because we're, we're so open with each other. And I'd be lying. If I said the content of what he said, wasn't worrying me. Uh, worrying to me but it's like dude if it doesn't apply if you don't feel that way then whatever is it petty that i care about this should i just let it go would it be worth bringing it up and if so how do i in a way that isn't accusatory or antagonistic at all leave it alone bro he 
leave it alone. Why would you even like read that? Sh- I'd be like, leave it alone. Oh, it's from 2006 and this is 2008. Like I'm not even, every relationship is different. She's not going to yeah. want to put a negative light. I would worry more if she was like, oh, he did this and that and that. And then you found that and it was actually her. If she was doing what every normal person should do and be like, it ended amicably. No one wants to hear you go on and on about how bad your last relationship ended or was. And now the thing is she's 24 years old. Right. She's a kid. He's a kid. He's 27. So it's like, and maybe he's not as much of a kid, but it's like, leave that shit. Like, do you want to fight? Like, if none of those things, because he he even said paints a completely different picture. So that means this is not who she is now. Maybe they just had a super toxic toxic relationship. Yeah. Yeah, leave that alone, bro. Yeah, different kind of guy. Like, maybe that's why she left him and he needed closure so bad he had to type all this out yeah you know she wasn't giving him the time of day for like, sure I don't play into your drama for sure yeah no, that's like definitely a toxic yeah there. just just leave it alone just leave it all the way alone why would you invite something that has nothing to do with you into your relationship to possibly cause turmoil with you and her that are seemingly good yeah. if y'all are good enough to go through each other's phones and computers with Without a second thought, y'all are in a very good place. Like, right. and my thing, well, for one, with that, there's people that are like, here, yeah, open. Well, I'm open, so like, oh, I'm never gonna look in your phone because you're open about it. I could if I want to, so you're not gonna hide. I mean, they actually do hide things. That's the thing. But that's the thing. with this, I feel like, of course, she didn't keep the actual letter because that's like a physical keepsake item. Like, no, ooh, why? Right. But she scanned it, and I'm thinking not because she wants to keep it and read it, but probably because he's done these kind of things before and i'm going to keep this in case i got to file a fucking restraining order mm-hmm. here's a, a level of evidence mm-hmm. and it's not in the secured file that you need a password it's not right. on a thumb drive it's right there where i know you can have access to where you're looking at our pictures on there i mean truth be told she should have gotten rid of it there's no reason to have that anymore there's literally no reason to have that anymore but she has it he saw it but what, what for what reason this is your ex for what reason would you need to keep that how would you yeah well i mean she probably just doesn't even think about it anymore and, and realize it's there possibly that's if possible you're gonna, like find this and want to bring it up how the fuck would you even attempt to bring this up without seeming confrontational like <laughs> he's he's not going to be able to put himself in a space no. to even have a healthy conversation around this this is what, another reason why i'm like just leave it alone yeah it literally makes no sense to bring up whatsoever. No, it's not, not going to go well. I'm like, are you really picking a fight with me about how a relationship ended before I even knew you existed? Right. Are we doing this right now? Right. Are you trying to find issues? <laughs> right. Right. Jesus. Some things you'll, and I don't, like, I don't know what the, what the age, like how old you are. Yeah. You right there listening, but some things you learn with experience that it's not worth it. This has no reflection on your relationship. It has nothing to do with who you two are. Separate your curiosity. Leave it alone. From, yeah. Like, if he found a letter that was more recent from the ex and it was while y'all were together, mm-hmm. you can confirm this. That's something to break. Pr- and to you didn't even up. finish reading it. If you really want to know, why don't you finish reading um, it? No, I'm sure it got much worse than that. I'm sure it got. He saw all that on two pages of a six-page letter. It got worse. For for any dude that's gonna write a six-page letter was probably fucking needy as fuck. What man has that many words that he can't Uh, just say or call you about? Like, obviously, she wasn't answering his phone calls or text messages. 
social media emails, whatever. He had to write. I mean, he could have been a more artistic type of dude. That's possible. Just but really, my, really expresses himself in a certain way. Right. But my, you know, issue of being codependent and a little bit needy, I have dated some needy fucking dudes. Mm-hmm. And it always ends because they're like, you're like the man in a relationship. You don't even have any emotions. And I'm like, that's because you have them all. Like Jesus, Lacey. It's true. I don't want some cold hearted dude, but like, let me be the female in the relationship. Don't step up and like, you're the alpha. I'm the beta. Like, I don't want to be the... Right. The brute of the relationship. So if you're always doing things for me and I don't even have a, a second, a chance to say, thank you, I appreciate it because you're up my ass about it, mm-hmm. then don't fucking do it. You know what I mean? Like, let me love you. Stop yeah. forcing it. Yeah. You're just so mean. Okay. Not really, <laughs> but okay. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like my son, he takes the trash out every Wednesday night. Every Wednesday night, he comes back in. You're welcome. I'm like, you don't even give me a chance to say it, so you're never going to fucking hear it. You want to thank you? Don't ask for it. You're not even in the door yet. Yeah. So. That's funny. Let me process it. Oh, you're raising um, passive-aggressive kids. That's amazing. (laughs) Now he just does it to be a smart ass. Right, right. But but yeah, so that dude probably had some fucking issues. Oh, no, for sure. But I think they had collective issues. Um, Just... Some of the things he was saying, you have no soul. Like, the hell did they go through? So, did she like murder your fucking cat and tack it to the wall? Like, what is happening? No soul. Like, he, it it seems like he was the one in a situation that was very in tune to his feelings and, you know, all of that stuff. And she just wasn't about that life. And, um, it, and that's just how it manifested. So, and when you type these letters or write them, you're supposed to burn them afterwards. You don't actually send them to the person. Like you may have to write a letter about all the things you no, fucking feel. He, he, Get rid of it. Don't. What, what probably happened was she probably cut him off to some like, degree. So I'm saying, like, the only communication was I'm going to write a letter, like the meme. Oh, he blocked me. When you still got something else to say, she's like putting a letter in the fucking mailbox. Like, right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, that's that's Let what happened there. Even in relationships during that time, I mean, I know a lot of them are fucking. On the crazy train, but like, mm-hmm. god damn, I wouldn't even finish reading the letter. I'd be like, oh, this fucking guy. Six pages, but she mm-hmm. went through the trouble of scanning it, so I, she might or be evidence because he clearly has mental issues, or she might he's just not... be a sociopath. Well, and she's he's got he's very emotional about this, and anyone with high emotions, but he is should a risk. he should be emotional about his ex, right? And That's I'm okay. gonna scan this because if I ever have to be like, hey. This is the eighth letter he's wrote. Uh, Here they yeah. all are. Please, I want, you know, a That's, restraining order. Yeah, but I'm not going to yeah. keep it because then it's like I'm keeping it to read it and remember it and smell it and touch it. No, fuck off. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. Or, yeah, I don't know. I got nothing else for that. Um, it's not like she'd keep it to, like, read it back. Like, <laughs> I am an ice queen. Maybe. That's right, I'm soulless. Maybe. <laughs> no. That's possible. Oh my God. That's very possible. And she could be a completely different person now. But I can, again, that was definitely a toxic relationship they were. And we certain could people bring out much. certain shit in you. For sure. For sure. <laughs> well, that was our Reddit relationship advice segment. So, you're going to your first meeting tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You excited? No. <laughs> Well, get excited. It's a it's a huge step that you're taking. You're about to learn a lot about it yourself. All the rules about it. It's I've never been to an AA meeting. So they say it's a lot like that. So like when someone is talking 
they have three to five minutes to talk, but you can't, I know you can't interject, which is difficult for me because of my ADHD, but you can't even like nod your head and like agreeance. You can't, you gotta be like, I'm like, well, I'm going to have to physically, you can't like tag off of what someone else says. I can't be like, you know, I went through the same thing. Like you cannot, you cannot, you are a separate entity. You cannot talk about anyone or agree. I understand not disagreeing, but you can't agree. You can't look agreeable. I'm like, that feels. I wonder why. I know. I feel like that would be a little cathartic if you're like, you know, I've been there as well. Here's this, but I I guess not. So. Okay. I mean, I guess whoever, whoever's putting these together had reasons of doing so. That just seems a little. And the actual, the CODA website, um, CODA Penance Anonymous Incorporated, um, CODA.org, if you're interested, they, of course, are doing Zoom meetings right now and phone meetings um, because of the pandemic, but. I looked up local meetings like pre-pandemic and there's actually um there's a church they do it in Norfolk and mm. play two um social workers in Virginia Beach that have sessions on this. Okay. So I'm like, so this is like a thing. Like it's to the point where it's not like well just send, online. It's it's a thing. <laughs> send me the information, not the local information, but the like the website information and all that, and I could put it in the description upload the episode but yeah if you're listening to this pod and you and anything that we've um discussed hits home a little bit much for you and you're just in the place of just not being happy with life or whatever the case may be like you should probably look into this because there could be something there for you and there are people that can help you yep there's 12 steps and you have chips that you get 12 steps so the next time i'm in my car and i'm about to fucking smash out his windshield and i call cam i can just have my chip in my hand be like you don't want to do this leave instead of just so glad yanking off his review mirror oh wait was that was that rhetorical or no that happened (laughs) it did i wasn't gonna put you out there if you yeah yeah no 18 months ago so (laughs) i didn't have anything sharp stabbed the tires i didn't want to make enough noise into the windshield and cam was like you you gotta leave yeah (laughs) you gotta go and i'm like can't talk me off this fucking cliff so i was like yeah, when I you, put on my body weight on the rearview mirrors. I yanked them bitches off of your fucking stupid ass. You're Jeep. calling me like what was it, like 10, 11 o'clock? Yeah, at early as fuck. Like, well, that's super late for you to be calling me. I know, but it's not like I was in the middle of the thick of it at like two in the morning. No, this yeah. shit started going down at like seven o'clock at night. Yeah, and I was sitting there waiting for him to come home. Like you, yikes, yatch. And I couldn't get that frustration out in conversation. So here it is. <laughs> Don't don't get to this point, people. Go, uh-uh. Don't get to that point. Um, good stuff, though. Good stuff. I can't I can't applaud you enough. Um, I hope this gets you to a, a, a another plane in your pursuit of happiness. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Better late than never. For sure, better late than never. I don't know this beat, man. It just makes me feel. You're just into yourself today, aren't you? No, I'm into the beat that you made. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, people. Uh, Again, we do this for you one time a week. My name is Cam. Oh, and I'm Lacey. I was going out. Come back. Come back. We got like one minute left. Yeah. My bad. You can find me on Insta at Call Me Cam. Cam Film Stuff and Hybrid Dot Productions with a Z. Lacey, where can they find you? Laced up 85 on the IG. On the Instagram. Same with the TikTok. TikToker. Laced up 85. 
Yeah, you can find me on TikTok, but you won't find much there. So at this point, it doesn't even make sense to look there. But we do have a what happened TikTok page. And we also have a what happened Instagram page. Mm-hmm. And so, Facebook. And Forget Facebook. about the book. Yeah, Facebook too. So find us. Interact with us. You guys are uh, adding our personal pages, which I love. Interact. Don't feel like reach out. We want to know what you guys are thinking also. Because... Uh, we're gonna, we gotta all get through this together. So this was the What Happened podcast. You all have a great week, and uh, we'll talk to you next week.